This is Chase, Brody, Dean, and Harry, and you're listening to Doss and Toss. Tonight is the first episode of Doss and Toss. We delve into the hard-hitting questions of the AFL season. Are star players getting special treatment? Is Dylan Dizzy Moore better than Keziah Pickett? Is Carl Amon AA bound? All that and a few chits and giggles. Let's get into the show. What do you guys reckon is the most underrated stat? I I can kick us off. Personally, I believe um, the tackles inside 50 is an underrated stat. I think you look at teams like Colton and you see the discrepancy between um, their wins and losses. And I feel against St Kilda... Um, their pressure was immense, especially uh, inside 50. And the ability to, to keep the ball um, in the forward half is is important in uh, the modern game. So mm-hmm. I think it goes a long way to a team to a team winning. Yeah, no doubt. Yeah, Brody, your turn, mate. Um, yeah, so I reckon our clearances is most important, in my opinion, and as well as most underrated. Um, it just shows which side is being more dominant throughout the period, throughout the game. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, it's just a good indication of, um, of who, like, you know, who's clearly been the better team throughout the day. And that's why I choose that one. Fair enough. Dino? Stuff, bro. Do you yeah. really think that's impressive um, knowledge from you? Just a basic one. I think smothers are an integral part of the game, especially cool. a momentum changer. Like a smother on the weekend. I know Willem Drew had a big smother. Mm. That can change the game, bring other teammates into it with the pressure applied in the action of smothering the ball. And I know, I think there was a Geelong game or Bulldogs where they had like 15. Yeah, yeah. it's huge. Yeah. Has? Yeah, well, um, mine's um, goal kicking actually. Um, conversion rate. Um, I think it's, there was a stat that it's gone down over the years. Um, and you saw like an example on the weekend, like Peter Wright, seven straight, they win the game. Norton kicks one, three down the other end. Wait, if that's more really like, Peter. if that's more like, I don't know, two, two and five, two, Bulldogs win that game. So Richard Tambling Cup this week, are you excited? I am. Yeah. Yeah. It's um, absolutely. That is the only focus that we're, we're about uh, at Tigerland. Yeah. So mine is the favorite cup of the week. So there was a lot of discussion about favorite cup of the week uh, throughout our boys chat and everything. And I thought this would be a perfect week to discuss it because we had the, the, the famous um, Daniel Gorange cup, which is in my opinion, my favorite um, Gold Coast vs. Colton, which is a big one. And huge game. Now, pardon? Huge game, huge rivalry. Huge game, huge game. Um, now Gorange is going to get a tattoo on his uh, face, apparently, which is going to be uh, quite interesting. He doesn't know where yet of Stuart Jew's face. Oh, he doesn't know, yeah, of Stuart Jew. Yeah. 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 Geez, it's going to be a big tattoo. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, this, had, <laughs> this week had a few few uh, interesting cups, um, per se. My favourite, personally, was the um, the Trent Dennis Lane Cup. Um, we'll tell my kids about Trent Dennis Lane. Um, yeah look just back in the day you know you had your your Stephen Milnes and your Schneiders but 
you know, when whenever you you look uh, at a Saints game, you know, he was just a guy that you know just drew eyes to the to the telly. So yeah, I'll go with Trent Dennis Lane. Yeah, for my games did he play for Saints? Oh look, I can't tell you that off the top of my head, but you know, the games that he did play, he definitely made the most of them. Yeah, twenty nine mm. career games. Yeah, yeah, no doubt, he was a star. There were also players playing in their own cup game: John Segler, mm. Jakey Stringer. Yeah, we don't mind. I, I don't know if we count John Segler because he never actually played a game for Collingwood, just in their racing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True. Uh, we look for like whatever we can get. What else? There was the Stuart Camry. Stuart yeah, Camry, yeah. Yeah, three yeah, cup player though, so it's sort of Stevie Johnson. Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, that's good. I reckon mine would be though the showdown had to be. Yeah. Frampton. The um, yeah <laughs> the Billy Frampton special. Um, yeah, so big game Adelaide, obviously going to take it to him. It's like their grand final of the year um, when they're not making finals. So um. Yeah, nah, that was and Miles Bergman, my boy, got up rising star. It's game so yeah, big controversial. I mean, Jake Bell, we good game. But... Adelaide, we're gonna have him there. Poor last one. Yeah, nah. Yeah. You know, what about you? My favorite cup. Yeah. Um. Yeah, nah. I thought Hawthorne and Collingwood, John Segler. It was good Hawks back-to-back wins, first time since rounds three and four in 2020. That helps going into a preseason for the young guys. Also, Clinton Young Cup. Oh, yeah, Clinton, Clinton Young. Yeah, Cup. nice, nice. Uh, the Irish, the Irish bloke. Yeah. Uh, I don't remember being <laughs> Irish. I'm pretty sure Irish. Ellen Brown. What? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Some other honourable n- mentions, um, Robbie Nahas, uh, yes. North Melbourne and Richmond. Um and Lockie Neal in the Brisbane Fremantle, but that he's too good of a player to get, get a cup. Cal Morton, Jamie Burnell for the West Coast and D's game. Nice. Danny? Yeah, my question of the week is where are the first year players? You look, you talk about the rising stars, everyone you mention. There's a reoccurring theme, and that is no first year players. We'll get to it later about our best 22 under 22. Again, barely any first-year players. We can have a look at, like, where are they? Yeah, very fair call. I mean, you look at some of the um, rising star aspirants and a lot of them are second-year players who have played less than 10 games last season. Um, yeah, I mean, you, you had a few, like Errol Gordon. Nick Cox. Bergen Cox, yeah. But, yeah, I just think the second-year players sort of had that. Uh, experience yeah. from last year and just have um, yeah. been more noticeable. Dean, I've got a question for you. Do you think Corona has had a, a big impact on the first year players? Like a great example is Jamara, only debuted, uh, I believe it was Jamara. around 17, yeah. not long ago. So do you think um, Corona not playing has had an impact on, on the first year players and their performance? Yeah, definitely. I reckon you look at all these first year guys who barely the Victorians especially wouldn't have played a lot of games last year. The potential's there and like you see like Cox, Perkins, and at the top you have you have Phillips, Braden Campbell, McDonald, Granger Brass. Like you can see a lot of potential, but they just their first years. I also think that happened last year because Corona was probably bigger last year, had a bigger impact last year. And all those guys that now we're saying are the best 
probably weren't as good last year because they had COVID, but this year they've really been able to like show their talents. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Yeah. Well, my yeah. question of the week was, um, if they're the t- stars and top teams of the competition, uh, get some special, special treatment from the AFL, um, ma- mainly focused on, um, the Mason Redmond incident, um, where he originally got a week, it got, um, taken off now, but, um, in the same game, Bailey Smith had the, an identical tackle and it didn't even get looked at. And, um, it was on Bont, the tackle against Redmond. So I was just wondering if the AFL, do reckon they'd protect their top teams um, and don't want um, suspensions or injuries happening to, like, happening to the Bulldogs leading into finals? Yeah, I think there's a bit of unconscious bias. I mean, obviously, yeah, it's Bond and Pelly. You want to protect him uh, as a, one of the top players in the competition. I also think, you know, like in prelims, Cochin against GWS got off. Probably that'd get a week. Um, in you know the past two seasons, I mean, you also look at I mean, Toby Green's Toby Green, but you know he's one of the top players yeah, in the NFL, and he doesn't get any special treatment. Yeah, well, so, Frank Franklin the other week, like that's a week. Yeah, yeah that's right, right. Good, you know. just yeah. he's on his way to a thousand goals. So yeah, and Selwood as well. Getting yeah, off. Selwood's prime example. Yeah. Yeah, clearly going, choosing to bum. Yes. So so we all agree on that. Yeah. Yeah. No yeah and from first thought watching that live, I thought it was holding the ball and was. Yeah, brilliant. I feel like I think he he was going to pay holding the ball, and then Redmond just sort of sort of went on over with the tackle, and then he changed the decision. But I think also the umpires. I mean, I've heard a few comments how to say you know, blow the whistle earlier. You got players tackling a guy for f- five seconds, and there's no whistle, so he's like, oh, what do I got to do? And then he dumps him on the ground. So yeah, it's not for the umpires to look at. Hidden gems of the week, boys. Um, Brody, would you like to uh, start with your hidden gem? Yeah. So, oh, is it of the week or just in general? Oh, look, that's up for you it's to in interpret. I was going to go in general with um, Nick Hind. He's been an absolute star in the back line for Essendon. Um, just been a beaut down there. Like he's he's been a gun out of nowhere. No one really knew who he was before, and yeah, he's been a star. Yeah, re-established as a backman. Yeah, absolute revelation. Um, don't don't delist the player until you put him in the back line, hey? Yeah, it's a Clarkson. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's really okay. made. That. Yourself, Chase. Who have you got? Um, I've got Alex Nibulin. Um, hundredth game some, on the weekend. Um, bias. Yeah, look, Melbourne bias, hundred percent. But you know, I think he was a player on the chopping block. Um, last year, you know, we were. The, the D's are open to trading him um, and just, yeah, he's put on, put in heaps of work to be regular in the team. I mean, there hasn't, you know, been any calls for him getting dropped. And I think he plays a really important role in the team. And on the weekend, you know, he had eight tackles, 111 fantasy, you know, for a small forward, eight score involvements um, and two goals in his 100th game was, was massive. Yeah. Now those goals were actually huge at good times though. Mm. Yeah. In the work. Yeah. As yourself, yeah, mine's um Jack Scrimshaw. Um, actually got overlooked in the um under twenty two team with forty, which I ever thought was wow. bizarre. Um, pick ten, um, to Gold Coast back in the day, it was kind of a nobody up there. Like um, no one really knew him. Came down to Hawthorne and took his time. Really, gave him the virtual number. 
Um, averaging 20 disposals this year off a halfback at 83% efficiency, um, four score involvements and six marks a game as well. Um, and I think, yeah, he's just, like, he looks so like experienced and mature back there. Um, very composed. Um, and yeah, I reckon he's going to be a gun in the future. Yeah. yeah very yeah, reminiscent of, uh, of Grant. Funny story with Scrimshaw, 2013 granny, he's there. Uh, behind the goals as Brad Hill kicks the sealer and Brad Hill actually hugged Scrimshaw as a young Hawthorne fan. Yeah, didn't know that. Well, yeah. You look at Brad Hill, you look at Jack Scrimshaw, who would you rather be? Probably Brad Hill with the money he's on. Yeah, fair, yeah. Yeah, fair call. Got the premierships as well. Yeah. But one's uh, best friends with CJ and one's not, so... <laughs> yeah. Actually, saw them. I saw them one day running. Cute. Yeah. You know? Up to you, mate. Um, I've gone Carl Amon. So fair. Love that. Every week, you just see Amon with that on the wing, just getting the ball and moving. He's always in the chain for Port, averaging 23.6 touches a game, 15 kicks. I think if I know they don't put actual wingmen in the All-Australian team, but if you had to pick top two wingmen this year, Amon, pencil in. I think he's also been playing inside, though. Like, it's not... it's I haven't really seen him. Turn it on. When he yeah. gets the ball, it's on yeah. the wing. Finesse. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely a hidden gem. Two years ago, they put him up on the trade. Yeah, Hawthorne were looking at him. Yeah, but then like, he was a bit raw back then. But... We went with MP instead. You're delisted, Gossie. Right, Dizzy, who have you going for your delist, bench, and start? Yeah, you don't want to give an introduction on who. It's your segment. All right. Me. Don't step on your toes. Yeah, 2016 draft top three. The big top three. You got McGraw at one, I think Taranto two, McCluggage three. Yeah. So yeah. if we were to play the list one, bench one, start one, I'm going to go start with delisting the pigeon. I'll bench Taranto and start McCluggage. I think it's tough with McGraw missing this year to like. Put him ahead of the others. Taranto has run a best and fairest in a grand final season, and McCluggage has had two nominations for the 40 man already. Another one will come this year. And yeah, it's very tough. Yeah, I remember the um, the ads on Fox Footy for the 2016 draft, and they were just all over, all over these three. But um, mm. you know, it's a it's a tough conversation. Look, Dean, I'm going to agree with you. I'm also going to um, delist Pigeon and going to bench Taranto and start McLuggage. I think McLuggage has a bit of a point of difference in the three. I think his kicking is, you know, is class next next level. I think Taranto uh, is a great ball winner, tough inside mid. Um, but I saw him against, uh, against Geelong on Friday night and just thought, yeah, his disposals um, were a bit bit hit and miss. So I've gone with McLuggage to start and McGrath, very stiff to get delisted. But um, yeah, just missed missed most of this year. So can't really, haven't really seen, you can't really see an improvement from him. But he was great last year. Yeah, so um, I was thinking delist McGrath, bench McLuggage and start Taranto. Um, I just think with McGrath being injured, it's just hard to put him anywhere higher with that list. Um, we saw McLuggage um, with the, like he he definitely showed his potential when um, 
Neil was out for that period, um, was, was dominant. Um, and then I think just the standout is Taranto. He's just on another level at the moment. I was a bit different. Um, so I decided to um, bench um, Taranto for the same uh, reasons as um, Chase, just the disposal. He's an inside ball winner. Um, and I think the last few weeks, I kind of think he's been overhyped because, like, I reckon Kelly's missed this week. Hopper's been injured. Um, and <laughs> I just reckon they've missed um, a few, um, like, the inside ball winners. So he's had to step up. And I think in, like, the past year, he's plus eight in disposals this year. But um, McGrath, who I, I decided to bench, um, he, had, he was averaging 22 last year um, and was 20, as tw- up to 25 this year um, before he did um, – get injured um and i just think mcgrath has that outside pace can break lines um and yeah also pretty good tackling defensively but mcclough i agree is the probably the best at the moment out of all of them seven score involvements game um kicked 11 goals this year and averaging about 25 disposals so yeah i think with um mcgrath i think he probably has the best potential out of all three because he's good on the inside and then class on the outside. Was definitely going to win their best in Paris. Didn't get injured last year, I think. Yeah. I mean, he's going to come back into a midfield with Merritt and Parrish. Stringer. Shield. You know, Caldwell as well there. Like, it's going to be stacked. Yeah. Uh, Is a three-park Superfast actually good value? So now Uh, we've got funniest AFL play interactions. Thanks, Brody. I'm I'm guessing uh, Chase is going to be about... um, Caulfield Park. I let him kick it off there. No, nah, no, nah, I've, I've had a few with um with Snag Ziggins and um and Baz, but I've gone with uh Stephen May. Um, as you boys know, huge fan. Um, you know, I'd always want to get my hands on his uh, three park super pass. And <laughs> you that. So set the scene. I was uh having lunch at uh the Norman in South Yarra. Um, with the G rents, no. With the G rents, yeah. Um, yeah. great lunch. Walking back to to the car, and uh, look up at the at the lights, and uh, Stephen May's there, and uh, like Stephen, you know, massive D's fan. Um, you know, just asked how he is. I've asked if he started preseason. Uh, he hadn't. Um, I feel like it was he didn't really want to speak to me, but um, <laughs> we're kind of crossing the road at the at the same time, so you know, it's a bit dangerous. But um, yeah, just. After that, you know, just so many regrets. Um, I didn't ask for his three parks super pass. Um, yeah, I was quite cut. Uh, I'm tell the listeners what that is. Um, well, uh, yeah, if you know uh, shit Brownlow questions, um, they are regularly asked uh, Stephen May about his three parks super pass, which is a uh, Gold Coast pass into the, into the uh, theme parks at Gold Coast, um, and great value. Um, Ninety dollars, I think. Stephen, yeah, ninety dollars for a year, and you know, forty dollars a day. So you did the math. You did the math exactly. Yeah. We said word that. for word. Um, yeah. So I've got a bit of a story about um, Brody Grundy. Um, so the Grundy. What? Is it Grundy? <laughs> Grundy. It's Grundy. Um, so my sister was working at a festival doing a the glitter on people's faces is like face paint kind of. Um, and she gets this one like really tall bloke. He's like six or seven. She didn't think anything of it. And he comes to sit down. Um, she's still in the face paint. Someone next to her says, um, you know, that's Brody Grundy. She didn't know who that was. Is it Grundy? 
they just started chatting away. Um, she goes, oh yeah, brother's a huge fan, whatever. They end up getting a selfie. So that selfie got sent to the whole family. And then uh, a few months later, I went to training, had that selfie on my phone, showed him. And he was, he was just in shock. He couldn't believe it. He said um, it was, he didn't really want to remember that night. Um, he said it was a, a bit crazy, but yeah, he was, he was really um, shocked when we showed him. And even when we was walking back into the room, so he had to turn around again um, and look back at us and it just laughed, just laughed at us. So that was a pretty cool moment that I had with him. Crazy, Brody. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for that insight. Thanks, mate. For that anecdote. I don't know if any of you remember Kurt Heavily. Ex- no, mate. Yeah, the, the Kiwi. Yep. Yep. There you go. Pull back. Um, we're in salt end of year holidays. Long time ago. Explain to the viewers what salt is. 2013, 2014 vibes. Yeah, yeah, around then. Um, Salt's just near Kingscliff on the border of New South Wales, Queensland. And there's like this little area to barbecue and like can kick the footy. And I'm just like kicking the footy, dad, brother, whatever. And next to us is like some guy like throwing a rugby. Didn't think much of it at the start. Then like thought he looked familiar, hadn't played a game. I asked, like, are you Kurt Heatherly? And, like, this is Kurt Heatherly, hasn't played a game ever. Like, would have never got someone asking for his signature or whatever. Uh, he says, yes, we take a picture, like, take a picture, talk. Then he's leaving his room. Apparently, we were staying opposite him. He leaves us fruit, veggies, all this stuff. His mum was good to us, whatever. Wow. Ask for like our address when we get home. Remember, yeah, his mum's name? I don't remember his mum's name. Sorry, <laughs> Mrs. Heavily. Mrs. Heavily. We we get home and he sent us his training cap, this gear with a note, had a bit of Instagram DM back and forth. Mate, he really yeah. hadn't had any fans come up to him, has, has he? Yeah, yeah. he yeah. actually played three games, but they all, two of them were like late in. So I thought I could have like gone. thought I could have yeah. passed him. Were you there? Were you, yeah. Ah, he was a late in, late in. Do you reckon he'd remember you? I think he would. Did you have a nice no. accent? That's what I want to know. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it was Kiwi. Surely mm. no one would have come up to him. Yeah, especially in Salt, you wouldn't pick that. One of those, hey? No, not yeah. Gave up words there. They get around. Is the conclusion? Um, yeah, so mine's mine's um pretty funny actually. Um, it was it was actually recently, about a month ago. Um, bit dog to the player because makes them look pretty stupid. But um, so I was shopping with a couple mates, um, going um vintage clothes shopping, as and you do. yeah, as you do, and we were in the store. It's quite a well-known store. We actually knew a couple AFL players that like go there regularly um and as the you know the sydney guys are all down here in melbourne um brent daniels and matt DeBoer walk in and we're in there i don't know we're trying on clothes they're trying on clothes and then we go to pay and he's behind us and um, a mate of mine asked oi brent um good luck tomorrow because they were playing melbourne the day after at the g and i know we got talking a bit um and then we were talking about the, um, the game against melbourne coming up and he goes um, yeah, hopefully um, it'll be a bit better than next week. Um, but he meant to say a bit better than last week. Because <laughs> <laughs> the week before they lost to Hawks. 
So yeah, it was pretty Paris embarrassing. Yeah, a little boomer. Quality, well, look, whatever he said, it worked. I mean, they did beat the D's. Yeah, the well, hopefully it was uh, a bit better than next week, uh, I guess. Yeah. Is he small? Yeah, he was, yeah. Did he um, smell good? Yeah, that's um, what I asked him. No, nah, he said, um, did he, um, was he small? Oh. How was his neck? Um, what neck? Yeah. No, he was so nice. He was pretty cute. So, yeah, yeah. Nah, we, we love those guys that uh, don't think they're too good for the sport. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. I mean, get on the park at the moment. I mean, lest we lest we forget his goal against Brisbane, um, and then backed it up against Collingwood in the pre. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Can't get on the park injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's crying. Had a bit of a, a, bit of a silk on the bench. Yeah. Nah, look. Yeah. Bad. Nothing bad wrong with that. Yeah, yeah. Shows the passion. Yeah, look. I mean, when you get an able player getting injured, miss the rest of the season. I mean, that's their job. You know, when they're taken, taken away, when they're taken away, you know. Certainly yeah. can get emotional, so yeah, hundred yeah. percent. John Patton esque. Yeah, John Patton. Yeah, John Patton, Adam Thompson, Lin Jong. Uh, yeah, Lin Jong probably the most important. Just, yeah, Lin Jong probably the most. Yeah. No Lin Jong. <laughs> um, boys, rising star. I reckon it's all all sewn up, but uh, let's go through our, our top fives. Um, Dean, would you like to to start us off? I'll kick us off. I've gone. Um, proclaimed by Dermy, the the bull, uh, Schonberg at one. <laughs> then I've gone Errol at you, two. No, at, at five. Well, one vote, like because it's five oh, votes. I'm, one doing vote votes. Like, doing votes. Yeah, yeah votes. Oh, okay. okay. One vote, Harry Schonberg. Two votes, Errol Gordon. Again, no neck. Errol. <laughs> no, Sean. No, Sean. Sean. Oh, Sean. Yeah. The bull. The bull. Um, three votes, Padre Verde, <laughs> Tom Green. Love that. Love that. Four votes, Mitch Georgiades, and five votes, Luke Dogger Jackson. Nice. Resto. Nice. Yeah, I reckon. Hey, have you always had uh, Georgiades over green or? No, I think getting injured has helped uh, Georgiades when green got injured. Yeah. Getting dropped definitely didn't help Tom Green. And I just think like he's been more of just a contested handball whereas Georgiades is getting goals as medium sized forward for Port. Yeah. And that gives him the edge. I think yeah, certainly could say he's more important than Green. I mean GOS have a stacked midfield even though most of them are injured, but yeah. Yeah, he's playing a tough position for a second year like rising star. Player. Yeah, no doubt. Uh Harry, would you like Keep to going. give us yeah, your top well, five? My one vote was Miles Bergman. Um Sandy Boy. Um, really picked it up this year. Very biased. Um, no, nah, he's played 18 games in top side, held his spot. I reckon um, shows a lot, pace, hard, he's worked on a few things. So, yeah, um, I think he's going to be a star. Um, two votes, Nick Cox. Just, yeah, you know, the unicorn. Plays on a wing at 200 centimetres, can kick both feet. Um, I reckon he's been um, a bit tired lately, so they need to give him like a week off. But um, mm. nah, he's going to be a gun. Three yeah, votes, Georgiades, my boy. I love him. Um, yeah, that mark on Max Gorn. You love that. Is that better? Yeah, he is. Um, four, I did go green, even though I don't really like rate those type of players, those inside players. But I, I was going based on what I think um, the rising star will be, like in order. Um, so I reckon he'll get the second most. And first, Duggar, the favourite. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. You don't rate inside players. No, not the inside mids. I that, just think, yeah, there's a, there's an abundance of inside mids, and every team has, you know, heaps of heaps of those type of players. I think like you need really them in your team, but I would, I, yeah, they're there. They get, they do, they do the job, but they're nothing special. To be fair, like I thought that position was sort of be sort of, that's not wiped out, but you know, it would be less, of less significance this year. But then I saw like Ben Cunnington like come back to that north side and make a huge difference. So, yeah. not saying like he's irrelevant he's just yeah i, I, I reckon each each side needs one yeah the other players sort of play a more difficult role or a different role that gives the Re- team a point requires more but yeah still, I'll do my top five i've gone one vote to uh daryl daryl gordon um haven't actually seen heaps of him um but um yeah got plenty of highlights early on in his career i just think um, when he strings when he strings enough games together, I mean his first three games were unbelievable. He would have been leading the um, leading the votes, but uh, obviously the injury hurt his case. Um, I got Trent Rivers with uh, two votes. I just think um, just because he looks know, good, yeah, just because he's hot. Um, D's bias, but um, nah, he's uh, played every game this year for Melbourne in arguably the best backline of the competition. Uh, I don't think you can really judge him on stats, but yeah, just his composure. Uh, I remember watching him live against Richmond. It's in a wet game. Uh, I was pouring. And, yeah, just his composure. And just always did the right thing. And, yeah, it's, hasn't really played a bad game all year. Um, gone Georgiatis at three. Uh, uh, three votes, sorry. Um, yeah, just special talent. Um, always seems to kill the Ds. Uh, kicked four on us last year. Um, and it just uh, took that form into this year. Um, crazy mark on on the on the step ladder, uh, I've gone Padre uh, Verdi at uh, four votes. Tom Green, uh, yeah, just special talent. But as we were saying before, you know there is an abundance of that position. And then uh, my boy, it's a Dorga at uh, five votes. Um, I think generally he is a generational talent. I think we'll be talking about him as one of the best players in the competitions within five years, even maybe even less. Yeah, that's my five, Brody. Um, I think you asked your top I, five. I've mine up, so I reckon we're just going to skip mine. No, no, no. Um, no, I just, mate, just speak from your heart. Mate, I, I honestly um don't watch enough footy to to comment on this one. I'm not knowledgeable in the, in this uh, field. You have a liability in the, in the... Yeah, look, I am. Um, no, I had some. Yeah, no doubt. What? You look, point, point of difference, point of difference. Yeah, point of difference. Pot, pot. Um, yes, to skip mine. <laughs> no, 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 come on. Right, no, who's your who's your favorite? Who's your favorite? Um, like I said before, I haven't watched that much footy, so it's hard for me um to decide. But so fair, so fair. Um, um Errol played the whole year. Tom Green and Jackson, that'd be a different winner. Are you asking me? Anyone? Yeah, I think Errol's start was just phenomenal. Yeah, Errol's start was was really good. I think the Nicky Wolf bit puts me off a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. You know, say, it does. It, it's hard to sort of, you know. Wags yeah. yeah, wags. Yeah, no. Nah. Yeah, they so can we ruin, don't, we don't ruin like years. Yeah. 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 Fantasy yeah. finals. Yeah. Mm. Mm. All right, boys. The, um, the 22 on the 22 squad was a... 22 on 22 team uh, squad, sorry, was released this week. Um, plenty of talent in there. Um. I've quickly made a team. 
I haven't put too much thought in it, but um, I'll I'll, I'll go through it and uh, you guys can t- can tell me your thoughts. So uh, in the back line, I've got um, Brandon Stasevich, uh, Sam Taylor, Trent Rivers, uh, CJ, Charlie Ballard, and Jordan Ridley. And on the on the wings, I've got uh, Baz and Lacocious. It was two out of three. The other one was uh, Justin McInerney. Um In the midfield, I've gone Dogger as my rock, uh, uh, Andy Brayshaw and Sam Walsh. By the way, uh, Dogger is Luke Jackson for anyone that doesn't know. Yeah, come on. That's uh, common knowledge, though. Uh, not everyone's going to know uh, that. Uh, Should I call him Presto? Yeah, more people probably know him as Presto, to be honest. Yeah, fair, fair, fair. So Presto is my rock. Um um, Drew Brayshaw, Sam Walsh, and I've gone with Willem Drew to um, finish my uh, starting mids. Um, I have three north mids slash forwards on the on the bench. I've got Stevo, LDU, and Taron Thomas. Now I've gone with uh, Willem Drew because I just looked at his defensive work and he averages like seven tackles a game, twenty odd pressure acts, and I just think. All, all the other players are sort of more offensive, and I just think having a, a really strong tackle in your team is is just vital. So, what are you guys' thoughts on on that midfield? There was other players like Jimmy Jordan, um, Jimmy Warren, Roy Bottom, Warpool. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, wait, can you can you say your backline again, please? Yeah, yeah. So, um, Starsevich, um, Sam Taylor, Trent Rivers, CJ. Charlie Ballard and Ridley. I'll uh, bring out this the other. Um, I had five of those six instead of um. I think it was Rivers. I put in Tom McCarden. Yeah, yeah I fair. had I had Starsevich. I did. I didn't. I think there's going to be a bit of an overhype on Sam Taylor this week, especially. Yeah, that's I think that is he, true. I put actually Jordan Butts in there. Who's yeah? Really? How many people would think that he's? I think he's very underrated. Doesn't get bags kicked on him ever. It's his first proper year playing, like debuted last year, but um, but Sam Taylor debuted in twenty eighteen, so I think there's a big difference, and then a lot of growth for Butts. Yeah, um, I had Quainer, I had Quainer on a halfback, yeah. and Tom McCartan as my centre halfback, and CJ. Yeah. So you didn't have Ridley or no? I had Ridley as my back pocket. So Starsevich, Butts, Ridley, Quainer, McCartan, yeah. So no Ballard. No. no. Again, one that I reckon's like played for a couple of years and. Yeah. I think it's very even. I mean, like you could go like Powell or Quayna or or Trent Rivers. They're all pretty interchangeable. Yeah. Um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't put Quayna in. I, I, I reckon really, he's a gun. Although he's been good, he's kicking efficiency. He's kicking in general. His kicking's elite. Nah, it's hasn't like the been best in the comp. As of as no, it's not. Chris Main is the best in the comp. 89 percent. But oh, we're talking about chipping. Yeah, but that's efficiency. Uh, yeah, but. Efficiency can like Jake Bowie. I enjoy doesn't... how he takes on the game, but I just think sometimes he just doesn't always make like he's not making the right decision at times. Um, and sometimes just well, most of the times I, I feel like he's just stuffing up the kick. But overall, I think he's going to be a gun in the long term. Um, but yeah, that's just my take on it. Bias, bias, but yeah, fair. Um, unbiased, unbiased, <laughs> no, unbiased. Yeah, nah, nah, it's, nah, he's a gun. He's a gun. Um. Yeah, well, what did you guys, your guys' midfield look like? Yeah, I think the wings were pretty obvious, picking Bears and Lacocious, two out of the three. Uh, actually, the exact same midfield as you, Chase. I think Brayshaw and Walsh would be pretty easy to slot in, but I also went Willem Drew for that defensive pressure, and he's been a 
key clog for Port has had many injuries and has stood up when they've needed him. Yeah, been outstanding. Yeah, star. He is a star. Yeah. I mean, Remy's boy. Remy's boy, yeah. Remy's yeah. master, definitely. Yeah. Can appreciate that decision. I mean, I yeah, like yeah. You go. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, there was others. Uh, Tom Green, James Jordan, uh, Robottom, uh, Sarong, Noah Anderson, uh, Dacos, yeah, I just, right. Chera even. Yeah, I just think those guys are sort of less established. Or I just think the other guys had a better year this year. So yeah. I'm judging it. Uh, predominantly on, on, on this season. And then a couple of sort of midfield forwards I've, I've started in the forward line. Yeah, Harry, what was your midfield? I had Baz on the wing, Walsh midfield, um, the coaches on the other wing, then Jackson Ruck, Brayshaw and Davies Jr. Yeah, nice. Yeah, nice. And then Chera on the bench as well as Steve-O. Yeah. yeah. I like the... Like how the positions work with picking women and stuff. Yeah, I'm, yeah, unlike the uh, Australian, Australian team. team. Yeah, unlike the AA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's like pretty. That. And yeah, thanks, Chase. Yeah. All right, forward line. Forward line. Dizzy, you start with your. Yeah, I'll kick us off. Can I say first pick was uh, Dizzy Moore? Yeah, I've gone Bailey, Norton, Golden, Oscar Allen, Ben King, and Dylan Moore. Now, that Dylan Moore pick could have easily been Cozzy, but... Yeah, of, I, I went Cozzy. A bit of bias, but I've loved what Moore's been doing in the past few weeks, and I think doesn't get as much opportunity being on a bottom team as mm. Cozzy does. I think... And I just wanted to have Gordon in because he's the only first-year player that got near getting going that yeah. team. Yeah. Oscar Allen is well, another one, I think, gets overlooked at. So, and Gordon think, and, and Dylan Moore for Cozzy. Wait, so what was your half forward line? Sorry. Zach Bailey, Norton, and Gordon. So no Shy Bolton. No, uh, Bolton's on the bench. Went Gordon over Bolton, where? Yeah, and Cozzy. No, Cozzy was my full pocket along with Jordi Artis, and then King was my full forward. Max. 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 Ben, Ben's on the bench. Oh, see so both. Yeah. Did well, you have Norton? Norton sent our forward. No, big O. Uh, no, big O. No. I think he's overhyped as well. He was playing on um in like on Jackson on Monday. It's like he was playing in defense. He wasn't even playing at forward until the yeah, last quarter. Just, and then he, yeah, I reckon they just needed to lock him in a position. Yeah, they had they had Vardy and Nick Nat. Yeah, it's yeah. Just, I don't know. I, I think Waterman doesn't get enough of a run there. I reckon he's a gun. Well, got drops. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, and yeah. Move him to like a wing as well. They didn't. Yeah, no. Him. Just keep him as a third third tall forward. Maybe put. Yeah, I don't know what they do. With, they've got too many bigs. I think Kennedy's done. They could trade one a, of them. They'd have Kennedy and Darling, like I reckon they're washed. They just got a couple of lucky free kicks and they're a good shot at goal. So yeah, true. they get a couple of goals yeah. again, but yeah, don't think they offer much anymore. Alan would get a lot of Alan would have great value. Yeah, no, think, yeah. He's he's probably got to keep him. He's known as the Prince of Perth. Yeah, the Prince. Mm. The the middle middle of middle yeah. Yeah. Nice, bro. So, um like people that I thought were like a bit stiff to miss. Sarong. Um, Dacos, um, Josh, Gordon. Oh, Nick yeah. Ding, Nick Dacos. No. How many Josh. games has he played? Josh Dacos. Yeah. Fifty-two, yeah, fifty-three. This season. Oh, we didn't say that. Well, it's this year's team. Yeah, we're making a team based on this year. Uh, yeah. Um, 
Oh, Taron Thomas also was stiff. Well, he's missed the past few weeks because of uh, his hand, but he's probably played like 17 games, 18 games. Wait, Chase, what was your forward line? Um, I'll be the uh, middle to you uh, guys, Van Diagram. I went with Cozzy and uh, Dizzy Moore, Dylan Moore. Oh, my forward pockets. I went half forward lines. Yeah, I've got Shy Bolton and Zach Bailey as my half forwards. Um, and then Max King as my centre half forward. It was hard to sort of uh, uh, judge between the King twins. I think just Ben uh, at Gold Coast. I mean, he showed like I think last year I would have said he was better than better Max. Better than this year, even. I reckon his but, full master was better than this year. Yeah, but I just think Max's seven goal game against West Coast probably just shows his ceiling is a bit higher. That was a huge game. Um, it, was. it was. Yeah, no doubt. And it's hard to differentiate between what they're doing at the moment. So going with Max King and I couldn't, I couldn't uh, slide in uh, Benjamin. Um, Aaron Norton at full forward as well. He's just, if he could kick straight, probably him and Hawkins, just the best forwards in the comp. Key forwards at least. And then, yeah, on the bench, I've got three North boys, Steve-O, LDU and uh, Tazza T, Taron Thomas. And I've gone with Oscar Allen as my, my second rock. Um, it's only yeah, two so, key forwards. No, no Chera. No Chera. Um, no Goulden. So, I, didn't, I didn't go Goulden. Yeah. Okay. I mean, when you've got Bailey, Bolton, Cozzy, Dylan Moore, I think you've, you you can say they're all yeah. uh, more proven than, than, than Errol. Yeah. Did Errol make your team, Hans? No. Just missed. Brody, would you go I was going to bring Pocket, but I went Georgiades because he's a gun and can play tall as well. Yeah. Brody, would you go Errol over Cozzy or Dylan Moore? Um, probably not, just because he's been injured. Uh, Cozzy's had quite a handy season, and Dylan Moore as well. He's been he's been very good, even um against Pies in the weekend. He played quite well. Kicked a nice snap, didn't he, Dean? Yeah, wrong foot. Yeah, wrong foot as well. It was a very nice snap. So um, yeah. Uh, I go near Dylan Moore. What? I go near Dylan Moore. Well, Unless we forget his quarter against Essendon. Yeah, that's uh, quarter of the year. Three goals for him, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, that's that's what I think. Yeah, I can't say I watched that game. What were you doing? Running? Plastic. Uh, a bit of the plastic. It was, round it was one. a Saturday yeah. night, round one. Come on. Come back yeah, of the year. Be the big wag yeah. action back then. Oh, my God. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. Imagine, yeah. imagine the wag of round one. A one Come point comeback. Actually, I feel bad. I'm sorry for you. Yeah, you should. Yeah. No, I reckon that put me off the next the rest of the year. Like I didn't have the passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it is Hawthorne, so it's hard to sort of ruin my AFL and fantasy year that one. Yeah. Look, it's lessons. Lessons have been learned, which is yeah. Yeah. most but important. It wasn't um next year or the year after when it was probably more important. It's, it's yeah. Good to. Good to I want, why is it more important? Well, it's better that he um more for one, I guess. Isn't, isn't great at ultimate footy than his uh maybe a footy career in the future. So. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah. Who have you guys are gone as a skip? Walsh. Oh, yeah, Walsh. Yeah, Walsh. Why? I think. Very sure. That's Ridley. I went Ridley as my vice captain. I went the medium size. Though. Ridley does not seem like a vocal type of guy. Doesn't I I know. I actually like have no idea if he's <laughs> if he speaks, but like I just feel like the way he <laughs> plays, he just looks like a leader of that back line. Yeah, true. The well, Stasovic is going to be a good leader. Yeah, Buddha Stasovic. Yeah, Bunda. Yeah. No, Buddha. 
All yeah. Australian talk about him at the start. I feel like he's dropped off a bit. Like, I don't know. Like, locked I think Rampy and, and I think I'd probably have Rampy over him. Same. No, and you got Tom Stewart, Rampy, Rich. Stewart and Lever. Rich are probably locks. And Lever, May. Like, it's going to be hard to sort of. Yeah, you'd probably put Tremors in there. Yeah. No, no, no. Chill, chill, chill. No. Um, <laughs> he's hot, but he's not hot. Um, yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Just another point. Uh, speak about the players who announced their retirement this week. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, respects. Last week was uh, Chris Main. Um, and then yesterday or today, um, Ambrose and Murphy. Mm. Yeah. Brody, would you like to speak about um, your boy? My boy, Chris Main. Um, he never doubted me. Um, <laughs> he never doubted you. When he came to the club, uh, I heard that, look, he, he wasn't impressed with his first season at Collingwood. Um, and he actually ch- he, he changed his diet to a plant-based diet and went vegan. And that year he had a much better year. Um, he showed it in the grand final in 2018. Um, 2020, 2021 as well. We didn't play that much in 2020, I believe. But... <laughs> what was that? <laughs> what year is that? <laughs> oh, 2020 and 2021. Yeah. 2020, um, 2020. <laughs> I picked him up in my top footing. Harry doubted me. He gave me a lot of... Yeah. Yeah, well, I thought yeah. he had it. I thought he had it. The big those are wag times, so we don't yeah, really go down as one of his uh, best season for pies. So, yeah. yeah. What's your favorite uh, Chrissy man moment? Oh, probably when he got falconed in the face uh, against <laughs> the Eagles in the first finals game. Um, just that face after it was made that made that pill even more. This is a pill on a pill. So, oh right. yeah, that yeah. Um, Ambrose G, what an athletic player. Um. Could rave on about him for so long, but um, <laughs> yeah, eighty odd games for the Dons. I mean, yeah, he. I feel like he was a revelation last year. I thought he sort of cemented his spot. Um, was he was he in defence last year? I'm not sure. A bit but, of a swingman. Yeah, yeah, a bit of a swingman. Um, like swing it both ways. Yeah. Um. So you know, pay our respects to uh to Ambrose. Um. Is he you and Mark Murphy go way back? So, would you like to pay, pay your respects? Murphy. I'll pay respects to him. That goal against Fremantle. Yeah. Bit of a. Yeah. Do you guys know where you were? I actually do know where I was. Where were you? Were I was. I was just at home on the couch. Ah, uh, what's that restaurant like? It used to be called Ripples, but it's like Chinese restaurant. Oh yeah. Uh, no, it's like now like a couple words. Anyway, I, I was up there with the family and I was like, had it on my phone. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I remember watching it with, uh, with uh, Billy, my cousin. And yeah, it was mm. quite, quite the scenes. Yeah. I was also just on the couch. Good, good fake and sides. To... Yeah. So cheeky nose. Harry, do you want to go with um, Rockliffe, the pig? Yeah, the pig. Um, Back when I was a big one AFL fantasy, he was my first selected each year. He's a walking pig. He's better than Tom Richard, I reckon. He'll go down as the OG pig. Yeah. Yeah, um, I think he's... Yeah, who you think of? Yeah, there was a game he got over 200. A green one. Um, 48 disposals. Yeah, no. Um, yeah, but that's pig because like, of aesthetics. Not so I watched his like, tribute. Like, 
his retiring video to the club and it was pretty funny to be honest. Yeah, it was pretty funny. Yeah. Mickey out of himself, which we rate. Yeah, um, yeah nah, seemed like yeah, a good guy, a bit unfortunate this year, he hasn't got his run. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, that's footy. But, um, Only nah. played two finals in 208 games. Really? Yeah, that's what happened once you hear at Brisbane. Yeah. Um, what's his name is worse? Lyndon Dunn. Yeah. Yeah, that's what yeah. you got. Yeah. Um, those two finals last year's games, probably. Or yeah, over two years. Yeah, yeah so could have been two hundred games without a Yeah, Brody, there's like one, that. one more, yeah. one more player that um I think Zuri has a special place in your heart. Yeah. Um, he's quite uh reminiscent of of your of your play style. Um, from the Fremantle Dockers, Stephen Hill. Um. Why <laughs> Stephen Hill? Well, he's retiring, so you know, give us mate, a little speech on him. Mate, I don't know what to say about Stephen Hill. I remember one time in fantasy. Um, he's been look. Correct me if I'm wrong. He's he's always been like a like a, an average player. Like he's he's been good at times. So he's never been like a standout. I always just remember him like kind of being there. <laughs> not doing too Very much. true. I actually don't, I can't remember him actually playing a game. Yeah, he's the guy, he's the guy who drafted an ultimate footy, thinking he's going to get better that next year. Yeah, very fair. Yeah, nice. Yeah, good call. Cool. Nice yeah. call. Hey. It, it wasn't bad, but he wasn't good. It was just kind of there. Like when Brody drafts him, like, brother of Bradley. With a pick three in the uh, brother Bradley. What would be known as brother played, Bradley? Still played like hundred. I don't think he will. Like he's played two hundred odd games. Yeah, well, Bradley's got to step up for that to happen. Yeah, so no, good on him. Anyone that plays over 50 games, 100 games, it's fucking it's bloody impressive. So, yeah, yeah. quite a low percentage. Would have played more without the injuries as well. So, it's not as impressive as uh, what's his name from Adelaide McKay? Yeah, Dave McKay, the worst 200 (laughs) game player. I didn't even know who he was. Little tackle. Who do we reckon the worst premiership player of all time is? Play it, play it, or we be in the premiership? I recent. Jonathan Simpkin, the Hawthorne. Jesus, I'd have to go. Um, also retired, actually, Dan Venables. Yeah. Know, have to go down. Pay, pay our respects to Dan Venables. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's pretty sad. Great with them, Duke, so. Yeah. All right, boys, thanks uh, for the great pod. Um, this episode, done dusted. Yep. yep. Hope everyone has enjoyed. I'm sure there'll be uh, heaps of improvement next week, um, especially from Brody. Um, lack of input. Um, <laughs> lack of preparation. Nah. Yeah, lack of preparation. You know, you, um, preparing to idea. fail is failing to prepare. No, failing to prepare. Prepare to fail, you fail to prepare. Yeah, a bit of a voice crack in there as well. So see you later. See you guys. Stay safe. You too.